0: Welcome everybody, uh, this is going to be a, um, we're going to split things up this week So we're going to keep doing our n- normal bowls, we've got six bowls here picked out for you in this episode And then, come Friday, we will have our reaction episode to the bowls we previously picked
1: and then also our New Year Six. And plus. then
0: also our New Year Six previews. So you're going to be kind of in for like a triple header this week. Look at us pulling the overtime here, Cole.
1: Pulling the overtime, Owen.
0: How, how much overtime are you pulling this week at Fleetwood? <laughs> zero. <laughs> oh, zero. Oh, you're not pulling any overtime. Nope. Today. Oh, okay, okay, okay. It's <laughs> that time of the year. Look at you, look at you. It's that time of the year. It's the most wonderful. Oh, Merry Christmas to everybody, yeah, by the way. Yeah, Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas. folks. Yes.
1: I mean, I yeah. know we're a day late and a dollar short, but... Um, Better late than never. Exactly, exactly.
0: Yeah. Uh, but for that, I'm Owen Spelling. My name's Cole Connor, and welcome to the Panther Pod.
1: Owen, kicking things off, we have two very similar sounding teams: Kansas, our Kansas, the Jayhawks and the Razorbacks. <laughs> it's pronounced.
0: Are Kansas. Kansas.
1: Um, to my understanding, Jalen Daniels is playing this game.
0: As far as I know, Jalen Daniels is playing in this game. Uh, K.J.
1: Jefferson, I believe, is also playing, if yes. I'm not mistaken.
0: <clears throat> yes, K.J. Jefferson will also be playing this game. So both teams will have their starting quarterback, the ones that really have made their season the way that it is. Because,
1: Well, you can make the case against that for Jalen because I feel like if he wouldn't have gotten hurt, Midway through the season Kansas would have had a better record than 6 and 6. Well, but
0: the but same same thing, same thing for Arkansas is you know if K.J. Jefferson hadn't gotten hurt halfway through the season. Yeah. And, you know, they, they would have done really well. I think he was hurt during the Alabama game. I think if he hadn't maybe gotten banged up in the Alabama game, they could have possibly been better against Alabama, which they did fairly decent. Um, but, you know, after that, just Arkansas was not the same team without K.J. Jefferson, which happens. Kansas was not the same team without Jalen Daniels. No, uh, and they proved that. Exactly. Jason Bean did okay, but they just were not the same without him.
1: Um, as we said, both teams are 6-6. Six and six. Arkansas is favored by three, and then ESPN has Arkansas winning 58.2 to 41.8. So, about as even as a game as there's going to be all week long. Um, Both offenses are fairly solid. Kansas, 34.2 to Arkansas is 30.7. Points allowed is where it's a little different. Arkansas is allowing 28.8. Kansas, 33.8. And – I'm I'm not one to make excuses for programs, but that 34.2 number would be a lot higher if Jalen Daniels would have been healthy during the mid stretch of the season. Yeah, I feel like because towards the start of the start of the season, Kansas was rolling on all cylinders. Um, that being said, Arkansas's defense is very very stout this year. Um, we were only able to put up 13. Liberty put up 21 against them. Uh, Auburn put up 27. Uh, Ole Miss, the probably third best team in the SEC East, mm-hmm. only put up uh, 27 points against them. Yeah. So Arkansas's defense is not something to uh, sniff at, but they have been solid all season long.
0: Well, and – I think really for Arkansas like if you however they allow about the same amount of yards as It's just their red zone defense. It's just red zone defense, really, is what it boils down to, which is what matters because yep. yards don't matter, points do. Yep. So, you know, I just
1: Oh, sorry, Ole Miss is fourth best in the east.
0: Gotcha. My bad. Um well, and here's my thing too. This is a big deal for Kansas as well. West,
1: not east. They're in the same <laughs> Ole Miss is fourth best in the SEC West.
0: Behind who? All right, LSU's number one. LSU, Bama, Mississippi State, Ole Miss. Where? Oh, because they lost. To, they lost yep. to Mississippi State in the Egg Bowl. Yep. Um, wow. Anyways, this is my bad. No, Sorry. you're fine. You're fine. Uh, Kansas last five. They got. They were on a hot streak to start the year. Five and zero to start the year. Then they ran into TCU. On it. I'm gonna be straight up though. Let's think about this. TC they besides the Baylor game mm-hmm. TC this was the game that TCU had the most trouble against. Yes. Now they had they ran to a buzzsaw with K-State. Their offense also ran to a buzzsaw with the Texas defense. Blew past Oklahoma State and blue bla- pa- blue, pla- blue blue past. Thank you. I'm getting so tongue tied. Blue past Texas Tech. In the um, in their game as well. Kansas, however, after that loss to TCU, it was not pretty from there on out. Their last five, uh, they lost to K-State, 47-27. They lost to Texas, 55-14. They lost to Texas Tech, 43-28. They did beat Oklahoma State, 37-16. Spister's giving them their sixth win. Giving them their sixth win. And then they lost to Baylor, 35-23. So –
1: and then before that, I mean, they also lost to Oklahoma 52-42 and TCU 38-31. Exactly. So both a pair of kind of close uh, losses there. But at that point, Jalen Daniels was hurt and their midseason was about scrapped. Anyway.
0: Yeah, it was. It was uh, however, if Jalen Daniels had been there, I mean, Kansas was making quite a run, making mm-hmm. quite quite some noise in the Big 12. Um, this is Kansas' first bowl game since 2008. This Which is a big deal for the Jayhawks.
1: We've all, all season long, we've praised Lance Leopold, or Leopold, excuse me. Leopold. Leopold? Yes. Okay. We've praised Lance Leopold for the job that he's been doing for the Jayhawks. Um, obviously, you know, you don't like the Jayhawks because they beat down on West Virginia this year, but, in OT. Um, yep. But, either way, it's definitely something that, it's something that the Jayhawks fans can hang their hat on.
0: Yeah. They made it this far. Looking looking back at Arkansas in their last five, they beat Missouri or 29-27. They stomped Ole Miss 42-27. Shocking. Shocking. Uh, they barely – this is our week in Morgantown. They barely, barely beat LSU – or beat, lost to LSU 13-10. Absolutely got dominated the whole game by Liberty, even though the score says 21-19. Got absolutely <coughs> manhandled by Hugh Freeze and Liberty. So, hey – Enjoy that trip to, uh, to Tiger yeah. – to uh, War – is it War Eagle Stadium next year? Yeah, I can't it's remember. It's War Eagle Stadium. War well, enjoy that trip to Auburn. Uh, Sam Pittman, hopefully uh, you got Hugh Freeze figured out by then. And yeah. then they beat Auburn this year, 41-27. Not going to happen next year. We're, we're Yeah, we're, we're for sure going to see what happens next year. Um, that'll be an interesting game. But Arkansas – teetered a little bit. Their their last five looks about the same as Kansas, Um, just like how the last half of Arkansas looks like Kansas as well in the name. (laughs) Um, But, you know, the the Razorbacks, I I really like them. I like Sam Pittman. I know earlier this year I said, you know, if I didn't have a team, uh, if West Virginia wasn't my team, I may pick Arkansas. That may be my other team that I pick. However... I think this is going to be this is like a very evenly matchup. This is yeah. a very even matchup on both sides. Um, I I genuinely don't know who to pick here, so I'm going to let you pick first. So I can try to make a decision, unless you,
1: Owen. I got three words for you. Oh boy, rock chalk Jayhawk. Ooh, ooh. Um, no, I think Kansas is going to pull it out. I think they're getting um their first bowl win. Uh, in God knows how long, and I think that this is going to be the start of something very special for the Jayhawks.
0: Um, I'm I'm going to agree with you because I was leaning towards Kansas, and you've you've pushed me in that direction. So I will go the Jayhawks. Excuse me, I will go the Jayhawks as well. Um,
1: n- not knocking Arkansas, I for sure could see them winning this game. Oh, absolutely! But uh, as we said, this is about as even as a game as you can get. Yes,
0: yes, 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 yes.
1: Um. That was the Liberty Bowl. Yep. Um, that is in Simons Bank Liberty Stadium in Memphis, Tennessee. Um, and that is 5.30 p.m. on December 28th. Cool. Moving on to the Credit Union Holiday Bowl between the number 15 Oregon Ducks and the unranked UNC Tar Heels. UNC is 9-4, and four and they are unranked. Oregon's 9-3. and three.
0: And didn't even make it to their championship game and still ranked. Yeah. North Carolina made it to their championship game. Lost. Lost. Still unranked.
1: I'm not going to comment because I've said it all year long. UNC's underrated. Um, I think Drake May is fantastic, and this is his first year playing for UNC. Um, Drake May is coming into this game, 324 for 482, uh, 4,115 yards passing, 35 touchdowns, seven interceptions. However, on the other side of the ball, for Oregon, we got Bo Nix. 271, 379, 3,300 yards passing, 27 touchdowns, six interceptions. Bucky Irving, Oregon, 143 carries, 906 yards, three touchdowns. Drake May is UNC's
0: leading rusher. You would know something about that, wouldn't you? When your quarterback is your leading rusher, wouldn't you, Cole?
1: <laughs> I think that explains why I like UNC so much. I this think so. Year. Um, 172 carries, 653 yards on the ground, and seven touchdowns. So it's it's very much a one man wrecking crew um, for UNC. However, that one-man wrecking crew is a true freshman starting at quarterback. As much as I like Drake May and UNC, um, I think Oregon is going to pull it out because I think their defense is a little better. And you see that in points per game and points allowed. Points per game, Oregon is 39.7. UNC is 35. Fairly comparable four points there. Points allowed? Oregon, 27. UNC, 31. Oregon, on average, is scoring 12 more points than their opponent. UNC, 4. Yardage is about the same. There's a 30-yard difference there, 507 for Oregon. UNC, 473. Yards allowed is monumental. 386 for the Ducks, 438 for the Tar Heels. Looking at the last five, Oregon dropped to Oregon State 38-34, beat Utah 20-17, a very good Utah team this year. Lost to Washington
0: 37-34. Also a very good Washington team this yep. year.
1: Uh, which we'll talk about them here in a bit. Um, beat the Buff 49-10, um, and then beat Cal 42-24.
0: I just want to point out here something, Cole. Mm. Utah will be playing Penn State in the Rose Bowl, and we're going to cover that in our New Year's Six preview. Right. If they were to win that, Oregon just played in those last five games three 10-win teams. Yeah. If you look at North Carolina's last five games, they lost to Clemson in the, in the, uh, in the conference championship, 39-10. Pretty bad lost to NC State in double overtime, 30 to 27. NC State is 8 and 4. 8 and 4. Thank you. They lost to Georgia Tech, 21-17, seven. didn't even make a bowl game. Had to beat Georgia to make a bowl game, so um, beat Wake Forest 36-24. 8 and
1: 5.
0: Beat UVA 31-28. 3 and 7. 3 and 7. There are besides Clemson, there are no other 10 win teams in the in the ACC in their schedule in their schedule I should say. so what does that tell you? Oregon has played tougher competition and beaten tougher competition. granted they went one and two against those t- against those possible 10 win teams. They lost to Oregon State who is officially a 10 win team they beat Florida. Uh, they lost to Washington, who is a ten win team. They are ten and two, and then they beat Utah. And we'll see about that when it comes to the Rose Bowl. Still a nine win team, and their conference cha- and the conference champ. Yep. Um. Actually, Utah is a ten win team. I'm sorry because they did win the conference. They are a ten win team. Yep. So that is three ten win teams right there that they have beaten, or that that they have played and come within at least a score of beating them. Give me the Ducks. The Ducks have played, oddly enough, in the Pac-12. Played tougher competition this year. I will take the Ducks in this. Ducks also had a big-time recruit, uh, recruit uh, recruiting week. Mm-hmm. And I, Sorry, I was trying to put that in. The <laughs> You're fine. Uh, had a big recruiting week last week. They this finished uh, top ten. They did finish top ten. The spread is 14 in favor of the Ducks and the over-under 75, um, which I could see very well. Yeah,
1: these are two high-powered offenses. I think the kicker in this game is going to be Oregon's defense because Oregon's defense is significantly better than the Tar Heels.
0: They for sure are. And here's the thing, too. They've faced an offense similar to North Carolina with a mobile quarterback who can light it up. Oh, by the way, that was Washington. That was Utah. Michael Penix Jr. Exactly. Yeah. Michael Penix Jr. and Cam Rising. Not so much with Oregon State, but you see it more. But you, but you saw it with, um, let's see, you saw it with, I'm looking here, UCLA with DTR. Washington with Michael Penix Jr. Utah, not, you, like they, they've seen that. Pa- Pac 12 goaded? Pac 12, better competition after, the, after UCLA and USC <laughs> said they were. Here's the thing. I don't understand why I mean I mean I do cuz last last year was abysmal for Pac-12 football. Yeah. Last year was abysmal and it has been for a little bit. Okay, I get it. This year though, you had Oregon who was on top, UCLA who was on top, USC, Utah, Washington, Oregon State was making a run for it. Uh Washington State was okay, not the greatest, but they were okay. Like that out of all the teams in out of the Pac-12, all fourteen teams in the Pac-12, you've got, or is there twelve teams? in Pac-12, one, two, I, I don't know. Uh, there are, uh, there's one, two, there's 12. Three. There are twelve. Aha. okay, so they're they're splitting hairs here. Uh, actually, no, majority, majority of the teams in the Pac-12 are going bowl, are going by one, are going bowling. However, however, Cole, however. Washington State is 7-6. and six. Everyone else has nine or more wins in the Pac-12.
1: And Arizona finished one win
0: away. Arizona finished one win away from becoming bowl eligible. ACC? Can't say that, you know. You, can't, you can't. Well, I mean, you
1: had six teams in the Atlantic that went bowling. Yeah. In, Clemson, Florida State, Syracuse, Louisville, NC State, and Wake Forest. Boston College was the only one who finished with an abysmal record. Everyone else finished with at least seven wins. So
0: that was was the um, division. Yeah. Look at the Coastal. Pitt's going bowling. UNC, Pitt, Duke. The only three going bowling. Yep. Tech, UVA, Georgia Tech, Miami, and... Who else is in there? Georgia
1: Tech, Miami, UVA, Tech.
0: And those are the only ones not going. well. Yep. And they and they had abysmal records because I'll tell you right now, Miami finished what five and seven. Yep. Georgia Tech five and seven. Yep. UVA three and seven. And uh, Virginia Tech finished three and eight. Yep. Abysmal, 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 abysmal. So for the coastal.
1: Well, I mean, you look at the ACC. You can make the exact same argument that you just made for the Pac-12 because seven of the twelve teams in the ACC finished. I'm, I know we're getting into semantics here, and I'm picking Oregon all the way. I think their defense is better. But expanding on this for a second, you can make the same case for the ACC that you can for the Pac-12. Granted, Pac-12 has been more competitive this year. It's been better football to watch as well.
0: More entertaining, I guess.
1: But ACC, you have seven of the 12 teams going bowling.
0: You know what what I um, – ACC has 14 teams. Dramatic pause for effect. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I was no, you're counting. Fine. You're
1: fine. Um, no, you. Okay, so yeah, you have um, a With little over half in the Pac-12,
0: and then exactly w- half in the ACC. Yeah. Um, what I was going to say. You know what this all boils down to? Hmm. SEC bias. <laughs> because. Okay. I, no, because 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 think about how deep the Pac-12 or the how deep the here we was go though. again. How deep was the Pac-12 this year? ACC, was, Good. I mean, it, they, Good. Were, they were decent. They were decent. Big Ten, uh, I mean, they're going bowling, but other than Ohio State, State Penn Michigan. State, and Michigan, eh, you know. Um, Illinois was on a run there. But Big Ten, it's all – I'll include Big Ten in this. It's all Big Ten and SEC bias because if you don't play the top three teams, which for SEC are Georgia and Alabama are always the top two, this year it was Tennessee. Some years it's LSU. This year it was Tennessee. Some years it was LSU. Big Ten. It's either Ohio, you you have you to have be, to play Ohio State and Michigan. Yeah, so and most
1: are, years Michigan State as well.
0: Exactly. Uh, sometimes this year no no, but it's usually three teams, three to four teams that you have, that like make the conference look great, and I think that's ridiculous because a conference is not made up of three and six teams. Yes, and this is what gets me as well is. Everybody wants to pick on the Big 12 because we had Kansas. Everybody wants to pick on the Pac-12 because they have Colorado. Everybody wants to pick on the ACC because you got Boston College and Georgia Tech. Okay, well, what does the SEC have? They had Vanderbilt. For a long time, it was also Kentucky. For a long time, it was also South Carolina. They also have Missouri. Auburn this year was abysmal. Okay, don't give me – Mississippi State for several years was also abysmal. Let's go north to the Big Ten. You have Rutgers who's – Terrible. You have Maryland, who is, ugh. You have Indiana and Illinois, who Illinois was good this year, but Indiana traditionally, ugh. Illinois traditionally. Yeah. Nebraska, they've fallen off a wagon these past five years with Scott Frost. Minnesota, they've been okay with PJ Fleck, but not great. Wisconsin, they just fired their head coach. They're now going to Luke Fickle. Okay. We'll see how Luke Fickle does. Okay. Iowa, you got Kirk Ferentz over there who thinks offensive yard offensive yards are the most overrated stat in college football. So don't so don't tell me that like Oh well oh, we'll just, you know, Big Twelve, they have terrible teams. A C C they have terrible football and terrible teams. Pac twelve, they have terrible teams as well. No, every conference has terrible teams. It's all ESPN saying, Hey, we'll pay you this much money because we like your football because some dude who runs running ESPN is probably a Bama fan and he and he, he wants to pay the SEC millions of dollars so Alabama don't get run out of the building and they don't switch conferences.
1: Are you done? Yes. Vanderbilt, five and seven this year. Auburn, five and seven this year. Texas A&M, five and seven this year. Guess what? All three of those teams have in common: SEC teams, and they were one game away from making a bowl.
0: And how is SEC doing in bowl games right now? I don't now? want to talk about it. You are currently 0 and 2 in bowl games. Give it literally you, By the way, 3 by days. By the way, you got stomped by a Pac-12 team and an ACC team. I can't. We're not even
1: talking about an SC, that's literally next is <laughs> SEC and Big 12 matching up. We're not even talking about. We're talking about ACC and Pac-12 right now, dude. Why?
0: Why? Because I think SEC bias and Big Ten bias is everywhere. Because the two big networks sleep in those conference beds.
1: Yeah, because they're the most historic and they're the best.
0: They are not the most historic. Pac twelve is very historic. Big twelve Big Ten. Big twelve in name is not historic. But the Big Eight, the Big Ten has a Big Twelve team in there. In Nebraska, Pac-12 has a Big 12 team. In Colorado, SEC has a Big 12 te- – has two Big 12 teams. <laughs> about to make it four, baby. Missouri, Texas AM, and you'll soon have Texas and Oklahoma. Very historic in the Southwest Conference and Big 8 teams. Okay, SEC- ACC is very historic with – Virginia Tech football, which I despise, they had. I, I, I would actually, I would venture to say that ACC, not so much. Yeah, because that a lot of their members are old Big East. Yeah, you cannot say that Miami is historic for ACC purposes, only for Big East purposes. Yeah. I'll agree with that. ACC before bit. I, I I'll even make this argument: ACC football became really good and really re- relevant. Once Big East teams got in there, and once Clemson started winning,
1: yeah, I'll agree.
0: Georgia Tech. And now I will make. I will say this: Georgia Tech in the '90s was an exception.
1: Georgia Tech in the '90s and Florida. And State, and Florida. You State. can also sorry, say.
0: I, I I take that back. Florida State was also really good. I apologize.
1: Technically, Georgia Tech is one of the most historically relevant programs of all time, just because of John Heisman. Yes. But beyond that, well, but also the '90s as well. They won an national yeah.
0: championship in the '90s. Um, well, I, I'm
1: just going further back as far as making my case for like the Big Ten fair, and yeah. SEC relevance. I understand because Big Ten and SEC to me, like you're looking at Penn, um, you're looking at Penn State, you're looking at, you know, any. <sighs> me personally and a lot of the media, I agree with you that there is a bias towards the SEC and the Big Ten. I'm never not going to agree with you on that because it's the truth. It's the truth.
0: Paul Funball even said on live television that Kansas State and TCU are playing the Big 12 championship game, and if TCU loses, no one will care because we're not going to watch it anyways. He said that on air, on live television, on ESPN, on an ESPN network. Continue your –
1: I'm not going to disagree with you about the bias because it's there. That being said, I think in my heart of hearts that the SEC is the best conference in college football. I'm an SEC fan. Mainly, I'm an LSU fan. How you feel about the Big 12 is how I feel about the SEC.
0: Let's get one thing straight here. I do not think the Big 12 is the best conference in football because I will absolutely trash it once West Virginia leaves. If they ever leave. I will tell you this right now. My heart and soul is for West Virginia to return to its glory days in the Big East with all of the Big East names. Yeah, so West Virginia to join the ACC. Please. I would love that, but that's not going. I, I don't think that will happen.
1: For me, LSU will always be in the
0: SEC. There's no reason for them not to. Yeah, it just makes sense. There's no reason for them not to. Yeah. Are you good? I'm good now. I'm sorry. Okay.
1: You, you got it off your chest. We can talk about the next game.
0: For the fourth, fifth week in the row, yes. I've got it off my
1: – Okay. Um, as long as you have your soapbox moment. That's all that matters. <laughs> um, Big 12, SEC. We have personal stakes in this game, my friend. We do. Um, in the Texas Bowl, Texas Tech – can can we give a horns down just because it's the Texas Bowl?
0: No, 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 no. No. Uh,
1: oh, um like we're saying Texas. Sure. Even though they're not in this game.
0: like ca- sure. Yeah. Horns, horns down.
1: down. Um in the Texas Bowl, again, horns down. We have Texas Tech, Bang Bang, versus Ole Miss. Um, Hottie Toddy, I guess would be how you would Go Rebs. Go rebs. Hottie Toddy, something I don't know what their catchphrase know. is. Uh, Texas Throwing Tech- mustard <laughs> bottles. <laughs> Throwing mustard
0: bottles. You don't remember Tennessee fans do that to Lane Kiffin?: No, Oh, OK.
1: Um, Texas Tech seven and five, Ole Miss eight and four. Spread is three and a half in Ole Miss's favor and the over under 71. To my understanding, this is going to be Jackson Dart and um, Donovan Smith matching up. I don't think either one of them have declared or no. are sitting out this well,
0: game. Well, no. Jackson Dart is a uh, redshirt freshman. Okay. Um, Donovan Smith is – I think he's a junior. <laughs> well, the no, thing with Texas sophomore. Tech is they've been going back and forth on quarterback. like between They've been between three quarterbacks yeah. this entire year. So, I don't know. I'm
1: going to say Donovan Smith is starting this game. I don't have any kind of reason for that. But he is the team's leading passer. Um, Donovan Smith, 147 for 222, 1505, 12 touchdowns, 8 interceptions. Jackson Dart, 201, 321, uh, 2,613 yards passing, 18 touchdowns, 8 interceptions. Looking at points per game uh, for the Red Raiders, 33.6, Ole Miss, 34.2. Points allowed, um, Texas Ah, Tech, 29. Donovan
0: Smith is not starting for this game. He had entered the transfer portal on December 6th.
1: Oh, wow. Okay, I'm currently
0: looking it up. Keep talking.
1: Um, For the Red Raiders, they are allowing 29.5, Ole Miss 24.2. Total yardage, Ole Miss is gaining 40 more yards a game, um, but their points really don't reflect that. Uh, Texas Tech, 459, Ole Miss, 491. Uh, Yards allowed is a completely and totally different story. Texas Tech, 414. Ole Miss 379. So you see with the 34.2 and the 24.2 discrepancy, you see that in the yardage for uh, the Rebels. For Texas Tech, you definitely see that 40-yard difference in their points per and points allowed, 33.6 to 29.5. Looking at the last five for each, uh, Texas Tech beat Oklahoma in overtime. Not really something to hang your hat on this year. Oklahoma has been um, consistently garbage, I think it's fair to say. Um, they're 6-6 six and six overall, which not a bad record, but still, uh, they're not the Oklahoma of old. Uh, beat them 51-48 in overtime. Beat Iowa State 14-10 and beat Kansas 43-28. Their last two games, they lost to TCU 34-24, and they got stomped by Baylor 45-17. Ole Miss's last five. Terrible. Their last are their only four losses in the year happened in their last five games. Lost to Mississippi State 24-22. Lost to Arkansas, 42-27, lost to Alabama, 30-24. Beat Texas A&M 31-28 and got their first loss of the season via the LSU Tigers 45 to 20.
0: Starting quarterback for Texas Tech will be Tyler Shaw or Show uh, for the Red Raiders. He was named the starter at the beginning of the season before Donovan Smith took over. Gotcha. Uh,
1: Tyler Show is 1062. Uh, for six touchdowns and three interceptions, yes. So not bad, but not great. Not great.
0: He's a um, senior, though. He did help uh, Texas Tech beat Oklahoma fifty-one to forty-nine in uh, the last game in their last game of the season. Uh, he also helped. Uh, he also helped them beat Iowa State fourteen to ten as well. Um, with everything being said, Cole, come on. Join the dark side. You Join know you want side. to. Yeah. Can I get a bang, bang? Bang, bang?
1: So we're going Big 12 SEC.
0: We are for sure going Big 12 <laughs> and SEC, especially after the discussion that we just had. Texas Tech is going to go 2-0 against the Mississippi schools. They are wrong. Miss- they beat Mississippi State. You are so wrong. They beat Mississippi State last year. In the Liberty Bowl, and this they're going to the gonna Ferrari
1: be- versus the brick wall. It doesn't matter how fast you drive that Ferrari; you're not going through Ole Miss's defense.
0: Oh, oh, really? Is that is that so? Because it it would appear. Oh, never mind. I'm looking at the right, wrong. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, right
0: yeah. No, no,
1: go for it. Never mind. Go f- say what say what you're going to say.
0: I'm good. Oh, I'm sorry.
1: Ole Miss is allowing five less points and uh, forty less yards than them good old Red Raiders
0: bang 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 give me a cactus jack and a bang bang alright pow driver um, anyways no Texas Tech give me the Red Raiders yeah Joey McGuire they're gonna go eight and five Ole Miss gonna go eight and five cause they're gonna take that L cause you can't smell Ole Miss without an L there bud
1: Ole Miss don't let me down
0: they will for sure let you know. You're right you realize you're cheering for your rivals.
1: I am one hundred percent cheering for my rivals just because I'm doing this podcast with you. <laughs> my oldest rival. Your oldest rival. Yep. 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 A team that we beat this year. Yeah. Owen, I think you know what time it is.
0: Is it this is Is it, it's is it time? Oh it's it's time. It's no, that's later. Oh, okay, 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 my bad. Um,
1: this is the Alamo Bowl. The number 12 Washington, Husk- Washington Huskies, 10-2 and two overall, take on the number 20 in the nation, Texas Longhorns. They're 8-4. Owen, let me get a uh, horns down. Horns down. Horns down. Horns down. For sure. Number 20, Texas, 8 and 4, mind you, is favored by 3.
0: Oh no, but that's not the worst part, Cole. Tell 'em, tell our audience, what is the worst part? What does ESPN say for this game?
1: Texas is favored to win 75% to
0: 25%. Can I get a big fat horns, horns down. down.
1: Horns down. Orms I'll say it
0: again. Down.
1: Um, that being said, to my understanding, Quinn Ewers is playing in this game. Yes, he is. Yeah. It is Quinn Ewers and B. John Robinson. No, B. John Robinson is still out.
0: He declared for the draft. Mm. Mm. So that means it will be um, not Xavier. Xavier Worthy is the – what is his name? Jonathan Brooks. John, uh, no, not Jonathan Brooks.
1: Rashawn Johnson. Rashawn
0: Johnson. There we go. There we go. That means it'll fall back on the shoulders of Rashawn Johnson. Thank you so much. Which,
1: he's been solid this year, 93 attempts, 554, and five touchdowns. But we all know why this game is as good as it's going to be. Quinn Ewers versus Michael Penix, Jr.
0: Michael Penix. Yeah, Michael Penix,
1: Jr. blows Quinn Ewers away. MPJ. MPJ. Are we calling it instead of it's going to be DTR and MPJ? Yeah. Okay. I'm down. Uh, Michael Pennings Jr. lit the world on fire this year. 4,354 yards passing, 29 touchdowns, 7 interceptions. He was
0: the number one quarterback when it came to yards passing this year. The number one by a long shot. That's not looking at his rushing yards at all.
1: Oh, yeah. Which he's been fantastic. I know uh, last game against Washington State – Two attempts, 34 yards, two touchdowns. Like, he's good. He is insanely good. He's probably one of the most athletic quarterback prospects in that Washington's produced in a while. Yep. Um, points per game, Huskies are blowing them out of the water. 40.8 to 35.7. Defense is where it's going to get them. Texas, 21.2.
0: Washington, 26.3. I would even say, even with them, well, even, th- even even if defense suffers this game, I don't think it matters because I think, I think of Michael Penix Jr., Jr., Wayne Talapapa, all of those guys on the offensive side, it's not going to matter. Washington's defense is going to be too hot to handle for Texas. That's where I'm looking
1: at the split, like points per game and points allowed per game. Both teams are – Outscoring opponents 14.2 points, even. So, Washington is giving up more points, but they're keeping up with it on offense. Looking at the last five, it doesn't matter what you say about Washington, they won their last five, every single one of them. Texas, 38 to 27 over Baylor, 55 to 14 over Kansas, 17 to 10 over TCU. Lost to TCU. Kansas State, 34 27, Texas. Oklahoma State, 41 34. A loss. Yes. Washington is the more solid team in
0: this matchup.
1: They went 5
0: 0 oh in their last five games.
1: Beat Washington State 51 34, beat the Buff 54 7, beat Oregon 37 34. Beat Oregon State, my Pac-12 champs, twenty-four to twenty-one, and beat Cal twenty-eight to twenty-one. Washington is the better offense. Washington has the better record over their last five. Give me the Huskies. Give me
0: the Huskies, man. I'm yeah. There, there, there is no way Texas won't know what hit them. No. They just will not know what hit them. And I think a
1: lot of that seventy-five percent is just because of the Alabama game early on in the season. Exactly.
0: But I mean, just you can't deny, man. Yeah, I mean, Washington's so much. Their yards better. They're gonna just gonna high-pat that offense. It's just oh, so good. It's so good. And I just yeah, no, just give me give me the Huskies, and I I oh I will watch happily. Yeah. With um. I will watch happily.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, moving on to a game that might surprise some of you while we're picking this game, but not if you've been paying attention to college football in the past two weeks. Number 21, Notre Dame, 8-4 and four overall. Number 19, South Carolina, 8-4. and four. That, on its own, fantastic matchup. Both these teams are even. However – South Carolina in their last two, I'm just going to say the scores 31 to 30 and 63 to 38. Both of those teams are Clemson and Tennessee. There is no reason for South Carolina to be as good as what they are right now, but they are proving a lot of people wrong. Points per game, South Carolina's got the Irish beat 31.7 to 30.7. Points allowed, for the Irish, 27.5 for the Gamecocks. This is a very even game across the board. Spencer Rattler has been on a tear and an absolute mission after getting curb stomped by Florida.
0: Drew Pine is out. I saw that. He has transferred to Arizona State. A little shocking. A little shocking. A little shocking.
1: Because, I mean, Drew Pine for them, he's thrown 22 touchdowns and six interceptions. Yep. Uh, Have they announced if it's going to be Tyler Buckner or Steve Angeli?
0: Uh, I I believe it will be Tyler Buckner.
1: Well, Tyler Buckner this season, 378 yards passing, no touchdowns, two interceptions. Um, 28 for 50, and that was against Marshall. Uh, 18 for 32, 201, and two interceptions. And then OSU, 10 for 18, 177 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions. Not the best. Not the best quarterback at all. That being said, Notre Dame this season has relied heavily on their running game. Drew Pine has been solid for the Irish, but he has been the quintessential game manager. Audric Esteem. Hundred and forty two attempts, eight twenty-five, and eleven touchdowns. Um has been carrying the Irish on his back. So they've been relying heavily on the run game. That's been a very heavy part of their offense. This is in Jacksonville, Florida, and the weather is supposed to be seventy five degrees. So that should not it's play seventy five and sunny. Yep, that should not play any kind of effect whatsoever. Notre Dame is favored by two, and they're predicted to win 67.6 to 32.4 for the Gamecocks. What you got?
0: Well, considering Drew Pine will be out for this game, they're going to be relying on Tyler Buckner, and they're relying heavily on the run. And seeing how... South Carolina pulled the upset against Clemson and a major upset in Tennessee. Now, granted, Hendon Hooker did get hurt that game. Give me... I can't believe I'm going to say it. Beamer ball. Going to run wild down there in Jacksonville. I believe the Gamecocks will be able to pull it out. I believe Spencer Rattler is going to have another great game. Um, And even though the defense may not show, show up as much here, you stop Tennessee. That's the biggest thing. And you were able to put... Clemson, and you were able to put Clemson's uh, offense under third, right, right at 30 points. I think that South Carolina is going to be able to do this because the Irish are just going to have to rely on their running game, and it's not going to work out for them the way they want to.
1: One game that I want to bring to your attention in this matchup, the Clemson game for both of these teams. Notre Dame handed Clemson a big, fat L, 35-14. to 14. South Carolina squeaked by. I'm not saying that Notre Dame is underrated because I think they're right where they need to be. But I'm picking the Fighting Irish in this game.
0: Boo. That's fine. I'll Look, take that. I even picked an SEC team. You did? I even picked an SEC team, my only SEC team. And I picked
1: an independent, but. That's fine. Moving on.
0: (laughs) Moving on.
1: Um, This is our main event. And
0: for the main event.
1: The orangest orange bowl of all time.
0: You stole my line, but it's okay.
1: The number six Tennessee Volunteers without Hendon Hooker take on the number seven Clemson Tigers. Wow, you really had an accent on that one. What, the Tigers? Yeah. <laughs> Go Tigers, y'all. Um, the number six Tennessee Vols are 10-2. and two. Uh, Number seven Clemson is 11-2, and two, winning their conference. Clemson's only two losses of the entire season happened in the last five weeks to South Carolina and Notre Dame. They handled Drake May and UNC – they beat Miami forty to ten, and they stomped Louisville thirty-one to sixteen. Tennessee's last five blanked Vanderbilt fifty-six to nothing. Congrats, guys, you did it. Woo-hoo. Lost to South Carolina, obviously without Hendon uh, Hooker, sixty-three uh, to thirty-eight, and beat jo- or uh, lost to Georgia twenty-seven to thirteen. They beat Mizzou and Kentucky. Uh, Mizzou 66-24, Kentucky forty-four to six. Oh, um, my question to you is: What is Tennessee's offense going to be without Hendon Hooker?
0: It's going to be different. There's not going to be a whole lot of running around. There's not going to be a lot of. Um, there's not going to be a lot of spread option football. If mm-hmm. that makes sense. Um, now, granted. <laughs> Now Tennessee runs more of an air raid in offense. Joe
1: Milton the third, as we learned before we kicked off, is starting. Yes. So it's going to be interesting to see um, Joe Milton the third, seven hundred and twenty yards passing on the season, seven touchdowns, no interceptions. <sighs> I'm truly torn on this game.
0: I, I'm very torn on this game as well because I don't think Clemson is the better team. I think Tennessee is the better team. However, that team involved Hendon Hooker. But with Tennessee, you still have Jalen Hyatt. You still have um, Jalen Wright. Wright. So, But for Clemson, you have Anthony Williams. Antonio Williams, I'm sorry, my apologies.
1: And Will Shipley.
0: And, and Will Shipley, and you've got Cade Klubnick, who I think is a stud, who's a much better quarterback. than I know you disagree. DJ Uyangale has transferred to Oregon State. And with that transfer,
1: they're losing 22 touchdowns.
0: They are. But they're also not losing his mobility. Yeah. Cade Klubnick is a little bit more mobile. Uh, we've only seen one game out of Joe Milton, third. Well, we've seen a little bit out of him for uh, from South Carolina, but it, I don't think that was the best of circumstances. He wasn't ready. He, wa- he, he was. He wasn't ready. Uh, but, but granted, that one game
1: was a fifty-six to nothing shutout against Vanderbilt. Exactly. Now, granted, it's, it's Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt, but Vanderbilt was on.
0: was five and seven this year. Yeah, they were on the cusp of. And and they lost – they beat Florida. They they beat some – you know, yeah. several teams this year. I, I, you know, the spread is in favor of Clemson, and I can see why. Um, four and a half to Clemson. So, I, w- I would also venture to say that Vegas thinks this game is also a toss-up. ESPN seems to favor Tennessee, obviously, because they have an SEC logo next to their name. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But Not again. <laughs> um, I, I'm going to go with the Tigers. I'm gonna, I would love for Tennessee to win this game. However, I'm going to go with the Tigers because the Tigers have more. Now, football is more of a team game. I understand mm-hmm. that. But who is the most important player on offense? Quarterback. 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 I just – in the orange to orange bowl – Clemson's going to win this
1: This one. I was debating on what team to pick in this game. I've been thinking about this all week because I knew this was one that we had to cover. Until you said Clemson, I was thinking about going with Clemson. Go Vols, go. Uh,
0: wait, wait. Don't, don't don't you mean wait 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 don't, don't don't you don't you mean that's not that's not right, Cole. That's not But that's not right. Don't you mean uh Don't you mean Yeah Don't you mean Rocky Top? Don't you mean Rocky Top? No balls go! Oh, my goodness. Okay. Um, so, yeah. I would yeah. – yeah. Okay. 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 Understandable. I respect it. I respect it. But I just don't think without their most – without Tennessee's most important player, I just
1: – And I understand. I think Hendon Hooker is – I think Hendon Hooker – if Hendon Hooker was playing in this game, Tennessee would not be in this game. No. They would be in the CFP, I think, personally. Yeah. But – no, um gimme the balls. Fair enough. Fair enough. So that's what, three games that we varied on?
0: Yep. So like we're, we're it's a very good chance we could have the turnout having the same record because I pick we both picked Kansas and Oregon and we both picked Washington. You forgot to add in Notre Dame in your pick, by the way. I so, did. Yeah, you did. Um so I'm just gonna call you out on live live air for wow. this for all the <laughs> Wow. Uh, <laughs> So, but uh, there you go. Notre Dame coming in. Way <laughs> to go. Um, but there you go. Like I said, just a repeat of the schedule for this week. This episode is going to come out. And then Friday, it's going to be a triple header here. Double header. Double header. Thank you. Uh, Friday. So we are going to, we're making that decision. You're making that executive yep. decision live on air. Cool. Yes. Um, <laughs> cool. Friday. Uh, Friday, remember this Friday. So it's going to be a double header. This Friday, Friday, December 30th, not 28th, December 30th, 2022, we will have our reactions from both this episode and last week's episode. And then we're going to preview the rest of the New Year's 6 games. They will be, for us, I guess New Year's 5. We'll cover the Sugar Bowl, Fiesta Bowl, Cotton Bowl, Rose Bowl, and... Peach bowl, thank you. Aha, there we go. almost folded the bag on that one. Uh, <laughs> All right, Cole. <laughs> hey, easy, easy now. Uh, uh, but for that, my name is o- I. I am Owens Pelnick.
1: You are Owens. Palnick. I am Owens Palnick. Uh My name is Cole Connor.
0: And thank you for listening to the Panther Pod.